Welcome to Poptopia. Well, welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Friday the 13th. That's right, October 13th, 2006. And on today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about TV and my reviews of some of the new shows, as well as ratings. And we're also going to talk about the little shopping spree that Google went on earlier this week. That's right, so Google has purchased YouTube for $1.65 billion. I feel a little bit like Dr. Evil. $1.65 billion. But, uh, you know, it's a huge deal. Um, it drove the Google stock up uh, another $8.50 on Monday uh, after they'd already had a nice point gain on uh, Friday. And they, you know, floated 215 million shares, and, you know, these things go all kinds of wacky stock swaps and all that kind of stuff. And... Um, it, they say that the acquisition was essentially free for Google. I think any time you're talking about 1.65 billion in any kind of form, whether it be you know stock or uh, or or actual dollars, it, nothing's free. Anyway, this comes on the heels of Mark Cuban, uh, the you know kind of serial entrepreneur. Uh, he made a comment a couple of weeks back and said only a moron would buy YouTube. You know, and this talking about the whole thing with the bandwidth costs and uh, a lack of monetization, essentially. But let's face it: if there is anyone who can monetize serving ads to YouTube consumers, it's Google. So, uh, in their press release, Google said that YouTube will operate independently to preserve its successful brand and passionate community. And we know they mean what they say because if you look at Blogger, uh, they did the same thing when they purchased that. Blogger still runs uh, kind of autonomously on the uh, on the web. When you go to the Blogger site, there's no indication that it's a that it's a Google site. It's still the same Blogger that it ever was. Um, Eric Schmidt, the chief executive officer of Google, says that the two companies have such similar values that they just make sense as partners. And it's really interesting. You know, I, I actually thought that uh, the Viacom was going to end up uh, buying YouTube. And that's mainly because, uh, remember uh, last month when Sumner Redstone had his uh, now famous blow up with uh, Tom Cruise, uh, he also fired uh, Tom Freston, who was the head of Paramount. And part of that was because Redstone was very upset that, um, that they. They had missed out on the opportunity to purchase MySpace, uh, which of course went to Fox. So it made sense that you know the next big purchase would be them doing it, but that was not to be. Uh, it, it was even looking like it last week. You know, CBS was making kind of deals for uh, for showing some of their shows, and it ended up going to Google. So so very interesting. Um, also. However, you know, Google gets the uh, the intellectual property, all that kind of stuff, but they're also going to face the whole potential lawsuits things. Uh, Universal Studios is, uh, in particular, uh, standing against them, and uh, they, they feel that uh, YouTube is stealing their content, blah, 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 etc., etc. Um, and this is really what made uh, Kuban say you'd have to be a moron to buy it. Uh, so it's going to be interesting to see what uh, what Google's able to do to uh, to combat this and to, uh, to set these things to rest. But, um, yeah, just an interesting story all, all around. Anyway, let's get into talking some TV, and we're going to talk about ratings uh, very briefly. Um, here's the here's the key thing: CBS won the night overall, but ABC took the key demographic. That's that's the bottom line. Um, and uh, so let's let's look at. Uh, CBS averaging a 9.8 rating with a 15 share overall, which beat a 9.4 and 15 share for ABC. Uh, Fox did uh, 5.7 with a 9 share with the baseball playoffs. 
so they even beat out NBC with, with new programming at a 5.3 and an 8 share. And the CW had a 2.9 and a 5 share. Um, so it's quite a bit of distance between number one and number five. But let's look at adults 18 to 49. ABC did a 4.8 rating in that demo, and I love that they're going by 18 to 49 instead of 18 to 34 because it keeps me in the key demo. That's right, advertisers, listen to me. Uh, CBS followed right behind with a 4.5 rating, 2.9 for NBC, Fox had a 2.6, and the CW had a 2.1. Um, not a huge distance between the CW and NBC, um, and you know, basically a bit more than double on uh, on ABC. Uh, no surprise considering what ABC had. Uh, ABC uh, in the 8 p.m. hour, ABC won with Dancing with the Stars. Uh, Jericho came in second, but the most important thing here is that Jericho maintained its audience from the first three weeks, and that's huge, and that's that's why uh, the show got picked up for uh, a full season. Of course, on the other side of things, you had uh, NBC's new comedies, uh, in particular 30 Rock and 20 Good Years. Well, in particular, those are the comedies, so that's all of them. Um, 30 Rock uh, did a 5.5 with a 9 share, and 20 Good Years did a 4.7 with a 7 share. Um, 30 Rock, you know, and I'm going to get into more details on on the new shows, but I'll I'll talk 30 Rock now. Uh, This is a show I I was very disappointed in, and uh, that's mainly because uh, I've been a big fan of Tina Fey's writing, and also a big fan of Alec Baldwin just in general, uh, especially in comedy. And it was just blah. That's all I can say about it is it just wasn't that funny. And part of it is because they're relying a lot on Tracy Morgan, who uh, never found to be funny, with the exception of his Brian Fellow sketch on SNL. You know, the guy rarely did anything funny. And um, anyway, not, not uh, not a strong debut. And 20 Good Years, you know what? Tambor and Lithgow, they're both capable of so much more than this. And it's just a bad show. And just really not funny at all and uh that seems to be the trend with a lot of comedies and they you know they i was reading an article the other day saying that the sitcom is the sitcom dead and you know when when you're looking at the examples that have come out this year i think it, i think it just might be for a while and uh you know we go through this every uh, every few years it's that, that that whole cycle and uh ho- you know hopefully it comes around again Anyway, the big news was, of course, Criminal Mind uh, beating Lost uh, with a 10.916 share, while Lost had a 10.2 and a 15 share. And um, that said, uh, Lost actually averaged more viewers. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but uh, I guess that's sort of an overall average. Anyway, that's uh, that's kind of the way it looks. Uh, the ratings information, courtesy of ZapToIt.com, is taken from fast national data, which includes live and same-day DVR viewing. All numbers are preliminary and subject to change, especially in the case of live telecasts. That would be all the Fox baseball stuff. Um, so I mentioned that Jericho got picked up for a full season, but I have other good news. Josh Molina from the West Wing and Sports Night is joining the cast of Numbers as a whip-smart crusading federal prosecutor. Um, and uh, he'll be in uh, Episode 9 of the show of this season and will likely recur. And, uh, yeah, so we'll see how all that goes. But uh, it's just cool to see uh, Joshua Molina back, although I was kind of hoping that he would show up on Studio 60. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about the new TV shows and sort of my thoughts on them. And I'm going to get into each of the new shows. I already talked about 30 Rock, and uh, hopefully I haven't missed anything here, but it's entirely possible. You know what? Drop me an email, poptopiapodcast at gmail.com, if there's a show that uh, you wanted me to talk about, and I didn't. So Kidnapped, pretty cool show. Love Jeremy Sisto. 
and uh, you know he's he's doing a great job in this show. Uh, Timothy Hutton as well. It's a stylish show, and uh, and I actually preferred it to Vanished. Um, that, however, doesn't matter because it's been canceled, and uh, NBC has instructed the producers to. Uh, basically, wrap it up. You you had your 13 episode order. It's been thrown to I can't remember if it's Friday night or Saturday night, but it's been moved and uh, and it's basically um, you know going to run out the clock um, and hopefully they'll have time to finish the story, uh, which is you know better th- a better shake than we got last year with Reunion from Fox. The class. This is a terrible, terrible, terrible show. Don't watch it. If you haven't watched it yet, stay away. Stay away, please preposterous um, premise in the first place and and just really poor execution um, the writing is horrible it's just not funny uh, Derek from uh, the deliberate noise podcast at www.deliberatenoise.com uh, he and I were talking about this just before the debut episode uh, aired and he'd actually um, seen it ahead of time and said it was just really bad but I thought you know I've, I've got to be objective I've got to see it for myself and Derek you were right man it's just the worst show. It's it's just so not funny, and uh, and it's a real shame because there's a couple of really good cast members in there, um, and and they're capable of so much better. And you can honestly you can see it in their faces. They're like, I can't believe I have to say this. A uh, show that actually surprised me is Ugly Betty on Thursday nights. Um, it's just a fun, goofy kind of show. Like there's a kind of a neat, uh, neat wacky vibe that goes into it, where where things get played a little over the top, and it's that whole, it's it's sort of playing on its whole telenovela um, heritage, and uh, and sort of gets into those sort of heightened moments. And uh, but yeah, generally very well written and uh, and a fantastic cast on that. Speaking of great cast, The Nine, which is following up Lost, and last week did not do well, lost a lot of its uh, lead-in audience, and um, and also really dropped a lot from its first week to its second week. Um, you know, this is a show with a great cast. Uh, it's got an interesting premise, the whole thing where they were all trapped in uh, in a bank during a bank robbery, and we don't know what happened. But, you know, they're sort of revealing bits uh, piece by piece. Um, and hopefully, you know, they are able to maintain that balance of you know giving us just enough to keep us interested and to keep us satisfied but also keeping enough secrets so that we uh, want to keep tuning in um and hopefully they get a chance to do so because like i say a great cast you know tim daly uh chai mcbride scott wolf um and and some pretty good writing too so we'll see how it goes vanished uh which has been following up uh prison break has been uneven um you know, it's 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 a pretty good show. Um, again, the it's it's the whole you know rich family uh, kidnapping kind of thing. Um, left on a big uh, cliffhanger to to lead into the post um, baseball area, and we'll see how that all goes. Uh, Eddie Cibrian, uh, late of the show Invasion. Uh, is going to be uh, taking in a bigger role, and so we'll see how that goes. And it's interesting, you know, with uh, Fickner being uh, in Prison Break now and uh, and Eddie Cibrian being on Vanished, it's like a mini-invasion reunion. Uh, Men in Trees. Oh, did not like this show at all. Couldn't get through the first episode and struggled through the first 15 minutes of the second and, and thought, you know what, I'm not doing this to myself anymore. Just dull. Just really dull and just fluffy. Uh, the next one, Till Death. This is Brad Garrett's return to uh, to sitcoms after the end of Everybody Loves Raymond. And uh, you know what? I give it till November. 
uh, Runaway on the CW is like a combination of Everwood and The Fugitive. The Fugitive elements are interesting, but as for the Everwood elements, you know what? Everwood did it better, and it's just not good here. Six Degrees. Michael O'Dean and I had talked about this show. I, I didn't hate the uh, the pilot as much as he did, um, but I, I'm seeing what he didn't like it, about it as, as the show goes on. And the fact is, you know, one of the things, when he and I were talking about the show, one of the other things we mentioned was, like, what the show What About Brian? And we said, you know, there's just no way that these people would be friends. And you know what? Looking at, uh, at at this show, there's no way they would be friends. But what it is is the little connections that sort of bring them together. So it's an interesting way of drawing these kind of characters and, and having this kind of wide range in, you know, uh, uh, income bracket, essentially, and, and wide range of character types, um, having them all in the same show. But it's, you know, it's that aside, they've really sort of downplayed that element in the last couple of episodes. And I already mentioned how they missed an opportunity to do that, go that whole slacker route where they just follow the next cast member in and that kind of thing. They they really sort of went away from that. And so it's just really just a very tepid soap now. Uh, 20 Good Years. Well, this, again, uh, I think I mentioned already, Lithgow and uh, and Tambor are just capable of so much more, and this is just embarrassing for them. Um, so, I, I, you know, there are basically, you know, 20 good years. I don't know. I think there's six good days uh, in a week, and those are the days that this show isn't airing, and hopefully uh, that's going to expand to seven days real soon. Uh, Jericho, well, I already talked a bit about that, uh, but basically the, you know, first episode was great. The second episode was kind of eh. Um, I actually saw it after I saw the third episode and really found that I hadn't missed a whole lot. And, um, that, that's, that says a lot. But you know what? The show's doing well, and, uh, it's a great premise, and it's got a pretty good cast, so we'll see how that goes. And, uh, I'm gonna check it out a bit further because clearly, clearly I might be missing out on something. Uh, the next show, Smith. I dug this show because, uh, as you know, I love heist movies. And this was like a heist movie every week. Cancelled. Done. So, there we go. Uh, Bye-bye, Smith. Uh, looks like uh, Leota's going to have to get another movie role. Um, looking at James Wood and Shark. We're going to need a bigger boat because this show has got to go. It's just by-the-numbers legal stuff, uh, much like the show Justice. Um, you know, both of them uh, disappointing. Maybe it's uh, oversaturation of law shows or maybe it's, you know, comparing it to, like, a Law & Order, which does it so much better. But these just really don't interest me. Looking at Studio 60, I'm loving the Sorkin, but it's really struggling in the ratings. So we'll have to see how it does. But uh, it, it is really struggling. And hopefully they're able to pull that out because NBC has made a significant investment into this show. And so hopefully they're going to find a way to protect that. Wow. I uh, can't believe that's 50 minutes already. So I'll have to get to the last few shows uh, in the next episode. But comments, as always, are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail.com. And if you go to our site, uh, www.paulfrench.ca slash poptopia, there's a survey there. Let's let us find out a bit more about you. Have a great week.